The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Police are investigating a shooting that happened yesterday at Heritage High School in Newport News. Two students were rushed to the hospital after suffering gunshot wounds. Their injuries are not believed to be life-threatening. Newport News police say a suspect is in custody. Police Chief Steve Drew told WTKR News he believes the shooter knew the victims. There is some footage and some evidence there that we're we're looking at. We'll be using working with the FBI and, and schools to give us some information. School officials say classes will go virtual the rest of the week. Two groups of partisan map drawers presented new drafts for the Virginia Redistricting Commission to consider. The commission has until October 10th to recommend new district boundaries, but disagreements persist. Patrick Larson has more. A chief concern is that the maps provided by both the Democratic and Republican cartographers could limit the influence of communities of color. Some of the maps increase the number of majority black districts, but reduce the number of districts where people of color are not in the majority, but still have power as a voting bloc. Senator Mamie Locke says the current drafts would violate Virginia's new Voting Rights Act. And if I keep hearing about this retrogression in the, in the reduction of the number of minority districts, Um, I can't see myself moving forward with these maps. The legislative map drawers say they need more voting data to address the concern, data which is still trickling out over the next few weeks. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A real estate listing for a building that used to host slave auctions has stirred up debate in Charlottesville. The property at Zero Court Square in downtown was listed online for more than $1 million. Sellers suggested the building could be used as a residential or office space. Some members of the Charlottesville community are advocating for a recontextualization of the building. One idea is to turn it into a museum. The online listing has since been removed. It's unclear if the building sold. A court date has been set between the city of Petersburg and the owner of the former Ramada Inn along I-95. The inn closed in 2015 to make way for mixed-use development with apartments. The project has been delayed several times and the inn has become an eyesore. According to the Progress Index, the city's suit is asking Chris Harrison, owner of the inn, to take care of the property. If he doesn't, the suit asks the city to be allowed to take control and potentially destroy the building. The case has been set for June 13, 2022 in Petersburg Circuit Court. The removal of the Robert E. Lee statue from Richmond's Monument Avenue this month drew eyes from around the country. Among those watching was C.J. Hunt, a field producer on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah and a film director. His documentary, The Neutral Ground, released this summer, looks at the city of New Orleans' own struggle with Confederate monuments. He spoke about the legacy of the lost cause with VPM's Patrick Larson. C.J. Hunt lived in New Orleans for nine years. After the city council there decided to remove its Confederate monuments, it took over 500 days to actually take them down. And why a majority black city in 2015 would still have its highest places of honor dedicated to you know, folks who would have had people who look like me enslaved in the city. Um, that was something I wanted to tease out in the film about, you know, h- how is this this hard to move these objects? 
Hunt says it's sometimes helpful to think of the South's relationship to the Confederacy as a breakup. And we kept all of their stuff. We kept it in the living room. And it makes people feel weird. And there is a a denial around how weird it is to still have that stuff in the living room. And black people forever, since these symbols went up, black people have been pointing to them going, that is weird that that's there. Including black Richmonders. Right. In, In 1890, the black writers for the Richmond Planet were saying the black man put these monuments up and he will be there when it's time to take them down. Hunt finds it darkly comedic, though he says the comedy is a way to cope. That statues honoring an army that lost a major war are still standing over a century after they were put up. To him, it's largely due to a practice of forgetting, specifically forgetting the legacy of white supremacy. Confederate monuments are only an issue because whenever you want to move them, you have folks who say, ah, forget, just forget, look away, look away from what these men did, look away from what they wrote down, look away from the speeches that were said, uh, you know, about segregation and white supremacy at their dedications. And I think the country right now is in a moment where we are saying we will not look away. Hunt has been following the story of efforts in Richmond to remove the city's own monuments. He watched the statue of Robert E. Lee come down this month over a live stream. He says these moments are exciting, they're empowering, but he warns against a sort of amnesia, which sets in in the aftermath of an iconic but symbolic change. So when they write the story of how Robert E. Lee finally came down in Richmond, I hope that that story goes beyond the mayor and the governor and recognizes folks like Chelsea Higgs Wise and the Race Capital team and Princess Blanding and all of the Richmond organizers who, like for a hundred days last summer, were out in the streets in the heat protesting police violence and these monuments, right? Like, I hope we do not forget that those same protesters got tear gassed at the base of those monuments. The title of Hunt's documentary, focusing on New Orleans, The Neutral Ground, asserts that white supremacy is so strong because it pretends to be the status quo. It's neutral. It can't be changed. So I feel dope. I feel excited. I feel hopeful that Robert E. Lee's down in Richmond finally. Finally. But what does that mean if Republican governors across the country are able to pass laws to make it illegal to teach children that Robert E. Lee was a part of a white supremacist army. Monument removals fly in the face of the lost cause narrative, but they don't erase it. Patrick Larson, VPM News. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, September 20th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 